When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Turn up your volume. Because you're about to listen to The Sick Podcast with Tony Marinero. Sports entertainment like no other. It's going to be sick. Marinero, the Sick Podcast. We're back. I'm happy to be back. The Super Bowl is around the corner. It goes this Sunday night at around 6.40 p.m. It's the Kansas City Chiefs versus the San Francisco 49ers. And then there were two, huh? A long football season, 17 weeks, the wild card, the playoffs. We're here. Two teams left. And you know what? When you look at it, probably the two most complete teams in football. Maybe not the two best, maybe not, maybe yes, the two most complete teams in football. And I, for a while, I can't wait for this game. I got to tell you, I'm counting down the hours, I'm counting down the minutes, I'm counting down the seconds, because it's going to be offense versus defense. And everyone says defense wins championships, but if you take a look at what's been going on with professional sports, Over the past couple of years, and even though we have had a couple of low-scoring Super Bowls, and one was last year, for the most part, though, it is teams in professional sports that have the better offense that have been winning championships. Will it be offense again this time? It's going to be Andy Reid's Kansas City Chiefs versus Kyle Shanahan's San Francisco 49ers. It's going to be Andy Reid's offense versus Shanahan's defense, even though Shanahan is known for his offense because his prior experience prior to being the head coach for the San Francisco 49ers, of course, was being an offensive coordinator for Houston, for Washington, for Cleveland, for Atlanta. It's Mahomes versus Jimmy G. It's Williams versus Mostert. It's Kelsey versus Kittle. It's offense versus defense. And it's even more than that. We're going to get into it, and we will. The game goes this Sunday night, of course, in Miami. But before we talk about this Sunday night's game... um, It's only normal, I think, that we talk about what happened last Sunday. Everyone's going to remember where we were when Kobe Bryant um, passed away, when there were reports that Kobe was involved in a helicopter crash. I was um, in a soccer complex at a soccer tournament, and Kobe was on his way to a gym to a basketball tournament, all right? in the helicopter with his daughter, and he wasn't the only one. There were seven other people that were involved in that helicopter as well. So there I am. I'm at the tournament. I was asked to hand out trophies. 
And um, and I get a text message from my nephew who says, what the hell? Kobe Bryant is dead. And the second I looked at it, I was in shock and I said, he obviously got this from somewhere. Please, God, let it be fake news. So the second I, you know, the second I got the phone, I, I took a look. I started taking a look at social media and I didn't see anything for the first three or four seconds. And then there was an article that came up from TMZ. And I read it and I said, well, uh, although TMZ is not perfect, they have been right on many, many occasions. I just hope they're wrong this time. Unfortunately, they weren't. And as um, time went on, more and more uh, outlets, media outlets were reporting that Kobe Bryant was involved in a helicopter crash. And in the end, there was nine people that were in that helicopter. Uh, nine people and all of them lost their lives, including Kobe's uh, 13-year-old daughter, Jana. Um, one of the things that we take for granted that everyone says, that people say all the time, right? Everywhere I go, I hear this. I always bump into somebody who tells me this, and I even tell people this, right? And that is, enjoy life. Everyone says it, right? Enjoy life because you just never know in life. We say that, but yet there are days where we don't enjoy ourselves, where we don't enjoy life as much as we should. You know, we always tell people, we always tell everyone, right? Don't stress over the little things, right? There's a lot more important things going on in the world. Don't stress with the little things, but yet we stress with the little things, right? Um, make sure you go on all the trips of your dreams. And yet there are some trips we don't go on because we say, uh, it's a little tight this time, this month, maybe next time, maybe next time. How many things do we push off and we say, Maybe next time, maybe next year. I'll do it next year. I'll do it next week. I'll do it next month. If you would have told me the last time I did this podcast, the sick podcast, that the next time I was going to be doing the sick podcast, that I was going to be talking about Kobe Bryant passing away at age 41, I wouldn't have believed you, right? Because Kobe Bryant, age 41, tall, in shape, athletic, a legend, and Kobe Bryant is larger than life, right? Kobe Bryant can't pass away. He's Kobe Bryant. And it just goes to show you, he was involved in a terrible, tragic accident. And um, being a father, and I know a lot of fathers listening to me right now, can attest to this is that when we hear of people passing away at a young age and 41 is young, still had a life ahead of them, it hits home because 41 is younger than I am. I'm 47. I'd like to live ideally another 47 years. I would hope that I've lived half my life, and I have another half left. The reality is, we know when we arrive, we don't know when we're going to go. Each and every one of us has an expiry date, right? It was destiny, very unfortunately. I don't know why this is, but that's the way it was going to go down. That was his expiry date. 
even more sad than that is his daughter, 13 years old, and her friend, and those who are even younger than Kobe. And I think, you know, could you imagine the pain his wife is feeling and his other daughters are feeling? Can you imagine the pain that all those people that lost family, lost loved ones in that helicopter crash are feeling? So, you know, we've said this before, and we're going to say it again, and you said it before. But here is another example as to why we should enjoy every second that life has to offer. Every single second. Every second is a gift. Don't forget that. Because those are words that, those are things that we take for granted. The next time you're going to take it for granted, the next time you're going to say, I'm going to do that next time. I'm not, you know, I'll go on that trip next year. I'll go to that restaurant next year. I'll buy that vehicle next year. I'll do this next year. I'll do that. Next time you put something off, just remember, you may never get another chance. So as Nike says, just do it. Just do it. Thoughts and prayers with everyone involved, obviously, and, uh, Kobe's legacy will never go away. Kobe Bryant was one of the best basketball players of all time. He will remain one of the best basketball players of all time. Uh, he will remain a legend, um, highly respected by all athletes around the world. You saw the athletes that paid tribute to him. Of course, you saw Neymar, one of the best soccer players in the world, score a goal for Paris Saint-Germain, go to the camera, no celebration for him, and he motioned with his hands, 2-4 for number 24. You saw what uh, a lot of basketball teams did, of course, taking the 24-second violation in honor of Kony, uh, Kobe's number 24 and then taking the 8-second violation in honor of Kobe's number 8, which he wore before wearing number 24. He, um, a global a global icon, really. Kobe Bryant was a global icon. And um, heaven has found itself nine more angels. On to the Super Bowl we go, because as Kobe would have wanted, and that's why the NBA played their games, because he would have wanted the show to go on, with the exception of the Los Angeles Lakers and the Los Angeles Clippers, and at the request of the Lakers, who wanted to postpone the game because uh, they really wanted to... um, to take some time and um, and grieve the way they wanted to. Uh, but uh, other than that, you know, Kobe would have wanted the show to go on. So the show's going to go on. Let's talk about the Super Bowl. It's Mahomes versus Jimmy G. We don't have to make this complicated, do we? We don't. We don't. Patrick Mahomes is the, mo- the more mobile quarterback. Patrick Mahomes is the better quarterback. Patrick Mahomes is the more dynamic quarterback. Patrick Mahomes has more the ability to change the outcome of the game than Jimmy G. Advantage, Kansas City. Williams at running back versus Mostert. This could end up being a wash. Williams, you would think, would have the advantage. But the way Mostert played a couple of weeks ago, he was unstoppable. 
So then you'd think Mostert would have the advantage. They both have very good running backs. Kelsey versus Kittle. The two best tight ends in the game. Both of them at times seem like they're they're unstoppable. And now it's offense versus defense. So where's it going to play out? Andy Reid has more experience coaching as a head coach than Kyle Shanahan. That's something that I think we need to take into consideration. Right? Experience pays off. 14 and 14, though, his record in the postseason. So he's 500 compared to Kyle Shanahan, who's 2 and 0 in the postseason, winning both his games at the helm of the San Francisco 49ers this year. Andy Reid made it to the Super Bowl once. His team lost. Coaching the Eagles, they lost by a score of 24 21 to the Patriots. Kyle Shanahan also made it to the Super Bowl years back as the offensive coordinator of the Atlanta Falcons. His team had a 28-3 lead, and he saw it evaporate to Bill Belichick, Tom Brady, and the New England Patriots. Speaking of experience, is Jimmy G's experience of going to a couple of Super Bowls with Tom Brady and winning two Super Bowl championships, despite the fact that he didn't play, he was backup to Brady, is that going to serve him well? He mentioned a couple of days ago that Tom Brady reached out to him, sent them a text message, and uh, just told him to go out there and win the game. I say this. The Kansas City Chiefs have the ability to come back in the game. They do. The San Francisco 49ers, less. If at the end of the first half, the Chiefs are winning the game by more than three, then I think the Chiefs will win the game at that point. If the San Francisco 49ers, should I say three? Three is just a more than three, though, I said. So even a field goal, you're down. Yeah, I'll stick with that. If the Kansas City Chiefs are winning the game by more than a field goal at halftime, the Chiefs will win. If the 49ers are winning the game at halftime, the Chiefs can still come back. Pat Mahomes showed you versus the Houston Texans. The Texans' 24-0 lead was not enough. However, and don't forget this, the Texans are not the 49ers. So if the Chiefs go down 24-0 to the 49ers, the way they were down to the Texans, the Chiefs are not coming back down 24-0. I'm going to go a step further. If the Chiefs are down... 10 nothing or 17-7, the way they were down versus the Tennessee Titans. The 49ers are not the Titans, and they're not going to blow the game either. So the Chiefs have the ability to come back. But the one thing they've shown us in these playoffs is that they start slow. They start slow. Andy Reid's team this year in the playoffs has started slow. If they start slow versus the San Francisco 49ers, Although they have the ability to come back, I don't think they will. I don't. Mind you, history has shown us that a Kyle Shanahan team offense was up 28-3 to and lost. But that was his offense. And it was against Bill and Tom, the best coach-quarterback duo in the history of the game. The strength of his team is their defense. Is their defensive line with Bosa, with Ford, with Buckner, 
with Armstead. And Kansas City's got a couple of good defensive players as well. Nowhere near the defensive line the 49ers have. The fourth best defense in the entire National Football League. Nowhere near. Special teams. Advantage to the San Francisco 49ers as well. So the defense, the special teams, the tight ends may be a wash. The running backs may be a wash. Mahomes probably versus Jimmy G. But other than Mahomes versus Jimmy G, if the offense ends up being a wash, it's San Francisco. If the offense is not a wash, then San Francisco has the offense and Mahomes versus Kansas City versus uh, 49ers, I should say, and their defense. At that point, does it come down to the coaches? I'm going to go based on what we've seen thus far in the playoffs, right? That's what I'm going to do. I'm going to make it very, very simple. Thus far in the playoffs, the Kansas City Chiefs have scored points, but they've given up a ton of points. The Chiefs' defense in the regular season down the stretch was very good, but in the playoffs, it hasn't been very good. At times, it's been bad. San Francisco's defense has been great in the playoffs, and at times, their offense has been great as well. They they beat the Green Bay Packers. They beat the Green Bay Packers after the first half. And what other intangible does Kansas City have? You know what else they have? Arrowhead. You talk to anybody in football, they'll tell you one of the hardest places to play is Kansas City. The game's at a neutral site. The game is in Miami. So now they don't have that advantage. Look, this one can go either way. People are calling it probably the hardest Super Bowl to predict probably of all time. As it stands right now, the Kansas City Chiefs are a point and a half favorite on the San Francisco 49ers. What does that tell you? It's it's pretty much a pick em game. It'll probably, by the time they kick off on Sunday night, it'll probably be a pick em game. So the coin toss that's going to take place before the game, you can do one for heads or tails as to who's going to get the first possession, and you can do a coin toss as to who's going to win the game. I can't wait to watch Mahomes, 24 years old, in his second year, the best player in the NFL last year, the best pro bowler, the MVP, uh, touchdown leader, passing yards. He had everything last year. Probably would have had everything this year had it not been for two things, an amazing season by Lamar Jackson and the fact that Pat Mahomes got hurt. But if Pat Mahomes loses this game, he's still 24 years old and just in his second season, and he's a two-time pro bowler. If Pat Mahomes wins this game, Every legend starts somewhere. Every legacy starts somewhere. And his legacy may start with a Super Bowl win on Sunday night. And if it does, he will be the new poster boy for North American sports for at least another decade. It was Tiger Woods. It was LeBron James. And at times it was both of them together. LeBron is still going to dominate basketball. A lot of everyone still wants to go watch LeBron. He's the main attraction in the NBA. But Tiger Woods is 44 years old. 
LeBron James is 35 years old. Patrick Mahomes is 24 years old. Every legend starts somewhere. Every legacy starts somewhere. There's a chance for it to start with a Super Bowl win for Pat Mahomes on Sunday night. But I think sometimes you need to lose before you learn to win. And I think in your second season, the moment may be pretty big. And if it's not big and he steps up, I tip my hat. And by the way, I wouldn't be surprised. But once again, and I'm going on based on what I know. What I know is this. Andy Reid is 500 in the playoffs. Kyle Shanahan is perfect thus far in the playoffs. Kansas City's given up a lot of points in the playoffs. San Francisco has had a dominant defense in the playoffs. And for that, I'm going with the San Francisco 49ers to beat the Kansas City Chiefs, maybe even on a last possession field goal. Hey, and how about a last second field goal? I hope this Super Bowl is as good as it looks on paper because on paper, it looks fantastic. They don't always play out that way, but sometimes they do. Let's hope for another classic. I'm Marinero. It's the Sick Podcast. You can follow us on all social media platforms. I'm going to give them out to you. Google Podcast, Apple Podcast, Overcast, iHeartRadio, Spotify. Tell your friends the Sick Podcast. We'll talk to you after the Super Bowl. And that's a wrap. Hope you don't miss us too much until next week. Follow the Sick Podcast on YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, Google Play, and Apple Podcasts.